0: Welcome to the Bearded IT Dad Podcast, where technology meets career development. Join us as we talk with industry experts, get advice and insight about their expertise and real-world experience in the information technology field. have to learn to learn on your own. The number one thing you
1: can do to get out of the help desk or out of any entry level position is be exceedingly good at your current position. The elephant in the room, right? Money is obviously a a certain barrier and roadblock, but I would charge and, and, and argue against that. There are
0: so many resources out there available for free on the Internet. From starting your IT journey to advancing your career, you'll get actionable tips and practical advice to help you succeed in this ever evolving industry. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of IT. Human beings can be
1: one of the weakest links in security, but they can also be like the strongest, you know, the the human firewall can be one of the biggest benefits to an organization that does security awareness well. You know, it, for me, it, it really helped to have kind of a, a, a conceptual basis of understanding. You know, both from school and, and setting the security plus, and then having some internships in there while I was at school to kind of get some some real world experience. And it wasn't all necessarily just classroom. And I, it, sometimes those don't always uh, interact very well. You know, you'll you'll learn some some con- some concepts. And you'll see in practice, okay, you know, if we try to push too hard on the security side, the business can't function.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Bearded IT Dad. Today we have a very special guest with us. He is a cybersecurity engineer for a Fortune 500 company and currently doing some consulting work. He has a rapidly growing YouTube channel all about cybersecurity and making it easy for you. Please welcome Kayla McMurtry, right?
1: What's up, yep, yep, I get that all the time. No problem, no problem. How's it going today? Uh, it's rolling it's rolling the weeks rolling along you know we're we're making it the weather's getting warmer it's it's all it's absolutely. all going according to plan
2: absolutely so uh for people who are watching this that don't know who you are uh do you mind kind of introducing yourself
1: yeah sure my name is uh cale mcmurtry i've been in the in the field for about well, almost two years now uh graduated back in may of 2020 uh sitting cyber and really just kind of hit the ground running. Um, I realized like in about like July of twenty twenty that I was kind of starting to lose track of some of like the fundamentals of cybersecurity. So I decided to start a YouTube channel and I've kind of kept up with that. It's called Studios Tech. Um, and yeah, just kind of hitting a lot of like the cybersecurity stuff. Um, we actually, you know, we, we got we got to know each other in the in the chat of, of my podcast. Uh, and it's you know great again to you know meet you uh now officially you know one on one um but uh yeah, you know, just kind of have been really kind of booking it <laughs> ever since graduating school, so it's been pretty busy, but it's been a good time.
2: Like I mentioned, uh, you know, you work full time. You have uh, several YouTube channels that are seem to be taking off quite quickly now. Uh, your biggest one I've noticed is, you know, talking about cybersecurity and uh, you talk about different uh, threats that are coming out and advice on people coming into the field. But uh, what I want to dive into first is what is a day in the life of your current position? You know, you've been a cybersecurity engineer. Um, Now you're working more consulting. What does a a day uh, look like for you?
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it it can kind of change a lot. (laughs) It really depends on what's going on. Um, It's currently, it's a lot of detection work um, and just kind of making sure that everything is not on fire, (laughs) which is always a fun thing, uh, especially whenever it is on fire. Um, But uh, you know, Prior prior to this, there was um, I worked a little bit detection, a little bit in uh, some incident response, um, and then a lot more in like the engineering side, more working on the back end, not necessarily doing the IR stuff. Um, so I've kind of already, you know, just in the past two years, ping ponged around um, on the blue team side. Uh, I've done some practicing on my own on the red team side, but definitely not anything on that end professionally. So definitely more. <laughs> you know, more on the blue team so far.
2: One question um, I have for you, I kind of want to get your take on it. Would you consider cybersecurity, like an entry level position that's someone with little to no experience could just jump straight into cybersecurity? Or is there a different path you recommend for people to take?
1: You know, it, it, that's such a good question. And it, it's, it's so varied, um, you know, by both like the organizations, you know, that, that maybe they're applying to and, Maybe the skill sets and, and the passion that you know the the, the employee themselves have, right? I mean, I, I feel like it's kind of you'd be hard pressed to have an easier time, I guess, hitting the ground running um, without any experience. It'd be or, or really, you know, any knowledge of, of IT in general, because um, of course, you know, you got to know what you're what you're defending. You know, it for me, it, it really helped to have kind of a a conceptual basis of understanding, you know, both from school and and setting the security plus and then having some internships in there while I was at school to kind of get some, some real world experience. And it wasn't all necessarily just classroom. And I, sometimes those don't always uh, interact very well. You know, you'll, you'll learn some, some con some concepts and you'll see in practice. Okay. You know, if we try to push too hard on the security side, the business can't function. And so kind of learning those lessons early, you know that really helps. Um, you know, I, I've certainly heard of some some folks managing to get into cybersecurity right, right out without you know any experience or anything like that. So I, I want to say it's not possible at all, uh, but it's definitely highly dependent. And, and I, I'd probably say the number one thing is how fast you're willing to learn and pick things up, like as soon as you you know probably probably prior before prior to your start date, but certainly after your start date to really get going.
2: So like one thing I kind of always recommend to people is uh, if you're looking to get into the field, start off uh, like a help desk position, um, kind of get those fundamental IT skills. And then after maybe a year on the help desk or so branch out into what you're passionate about, would you kind of agree that's a good path to go?
1: It's certainly a great path. Yeah. I mean, one of the internships I was at definitely wasn't for a year. I was very, very short stint, but it was at help desk and it was very, uh, very informative to kind of get that, that picture. I I think I don't, and I don't know why it is, you know, that help desk kind of gets the rap that it does. Uh, But it is so like, you have to be so multifunctionally aware and, and prepared for help desk. And, and they often, you know, that's often your tier one responders for security incidents. So, you know, it's, it's, just as much a part of the security world you know as anything else so yeah uh, that's definitely a great abso-
2: absolutely you know you kind of get a, a mixture of everything but it's uh you know, I think it also kind of prepares you for some of the stressful times in cybersecurity, um, you know, because a lot of times you're under the gun, you have stuff isn't working, you might have not a lot of knowledge on why things aren't working, uh, which, you know, happens sometimes in the security world. So I think it kind of prepares you if you can handle that stress well at the help desk. It's just going to kind of scale into a cybersecurity position. I want your take on certifications. A lot of people looking to get in cybersecurity, they'll start off with like a security plus or, um, you know, a PNPT. Um, What do you think is the best certification at that very entry level? Like someone who's just getting their toes wet.
1: Absolutely. The security plus. I'm a little biased. Uh, cause that's actually like the only one, the only, like I, you know, I took like another like fundamental certification, like way long ago, I, it was like CSX fundamentals or something from like ISACA, but, uh, you know, not bad, but like, I think security plus is definitely one of those ones that like, yeah, that's a good one. And it's, it's not easy, but it will give such a broad and, and pretty good understanding of, of security in general. Uh, from a, like a whole of industry perspective, it's not just a blue team, it's red team, uh, governance, uh, you know, management there, there there's a lot to it. Um, even if, you know, it, it, we talked about this on one of the, uh, I think it was the, the, the podcast that we, we met on, right. Uh, we, yeah. we, how, uh, was it I'm trying to, you know, remember what specifically was said, but you know, um, Just that Zach Hill kind of mentioned that everybody should probably get the security plus in IT uh, regardless. And I kind of almost (laughs) agree. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of setting for everybody, but yeah, I mean, it's invaluable information to digest for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, and I really liked what he said. You know, um, security is not just the job of, you know, the cybersecurity department or people working in security. Security is everyone's responsibility. And like you said earlier, um, those, you know, those help desk positions, a lot of times those frontline responders, those tier ones that are sometimes noticing the security um vulnerability or the event as it's happening and they're going to probably be the ones to report it to you guys so uh i think it's really important in any no matter what you do in it that you have very good security well awareness
1: yeah absolutely even outside of it as far as just like an awareness perspective i mean you know the, the human human beings can be one of the weakest links in security but they can also be like the strongest you know the, the human firewall can be one of the biggest benefits to an organization that does security awareness well, so yeah, it's it's hard to do, but you know it's effective.
2: Absolutely. Now, so there's no there's no doubt about it. Cybersecurity is a very hot topic right now. A very hot job market. It's growing daily. And with that, there's also, I think a lot of different ways to really get into the field and learn. Do you have kind of any favorites when it comes to like e-learning platforms or resources or tools to kind of study and practice cybersecurity?
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, as, as far as like free platforms go, just cause you know, anybody can jump on it and, and use those resources. I feel like, I mean, YouTube, I'm again, kind of biased. Uh, but YouTube is phenomenal there's you can learn everything from coding uh, you can learn everything from security I mean you can learn finance <laughs> you know YouTube is such a, a phenomenal education platform um, that just so happens to have entertainment content <laughs> and then uh, uh, try Hack Me has a lot of really good free content they also have like a, a subscription tier uh, but that that is a phenomenal um Platform, in my opinion, just because it's it, it, it's not just covering like a lot of like the the fundamental concepts and stuff like that. But there's hands on labs. And, uh, you know, with with like the, the paid tier, you can like boot up your own VM and connect in like a, a VPN. And so you can actually get some of those tools like say you're wanting to learn like pen testing. You can practice with your own personal VM and get those tools on your system, get familiar with your own VM and stuff like that. Um, or practice in a browser if you, if you're not able to boot up a, PV, uh, uh, a VM, but yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's a, it's a really good pl- platform.
2: Yeah. I have used try hack me a lot. Um, another one I used a lot, uh, was, uh, uh hack the box. I sure. really enjoyed hack the sure. box and, um, you know, hack the box kind of gamifies it. I think a little bit more, uh, I, I don't know. I might be biased cause I've used it more, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, earlier, you know, when you're talking about YouTube and stuff like that, you mentioned, you know, learning different things. Um, I know one thing that's really important to learn is some sort of programming or scripting language in mm-hmm. cybersecurity. Um, do you have like, you know, any recommendations on a certain language? I know it probably varies whether you're, your blue team, red team. Uh, but you know, what do you, what is your recommendations?
1: Yeah. I mean, as, as far as specific languages, it, you, I, personally, I'm like a big Python stan. It's just so like easy to read and pick up. Um, you'll get a lot of, of different answers from folks on whether or not you necessarily like need to know uh, a coding language personally. Like, I mean, so far, granted it's only two years, but so far I've, I haven't had to do really much coding if any, uh, unless it was like a personal project or something like that, or goofing with a tool, which was also a personal project. <laughs> so, um, but it, I, I think understanding like the logic of, of, of coding languages um, is probably a bigger asset than anything if, if, if you're not going to learn a particular coding language, but yeah, I, I personally swing Python.
2: And, you know, I I'm, I'm more of a networking guy. You know, I'm the director of network operations at my, uh, my, my day job. And uh, one nice thing about Python is I, I a lot of different aspects of it use Python, uh, networking, uses python heavily especially with networking automation. Uh, I know security uses python as well. So python's a really nice universal language. Personally, I haven't studied it at all. Um I'm very much a script kitty whenever it comes to any sort of coding languages. Um I mean, like I know my, my way around like a bash shell. Um you know, but that's about it because I deal with a lot of linux. I'm I'm almost at the command line every day. But yeah, absolutely. Um you know, we, we've talked about a couple different roles. You know, we were talking about blue team, red team and stuff like that. What are some of the common job roles you, you notice in uh, cybersecurity?
1: Uh, like just the ones that are most hired?
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the, maybe like entry level uh, job roles, you you know, you see in cybersecurity, stuff like that, um, you know, and also if you have time, you know, uh, what what is the difference between blue team and red team for the viewers that don't understand?
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I'll, I'll start with that one just because it's, you know, we'll knock it out and then we'll dive into the, the entry level yeah. position title thing. Um, you know, you can kind of split cybersecurity teams in like really big organizations. And I want to kind of stress it because this is all pretty expensive. Hiring a lot of employees and having them do security stuff costs a lot of money. So, you know, unfortunately, uh, unless it's like a cybersecurity company, really only like the bigger organizations can afford to do both a blue team and a red team like in-house. Um, but the blue team, you know, is running like all the defense and the red team is assisting the defense and, uh, you know, kind of augmenting their capability uh, by really auditing the defense itself and kind of testing the response time. Um, you know, sometimes blue team will, will patch a bunch of systems or you have all the engineers like, you know, roll out some updates and patches and then the the red team will go in and audit the patching and, and test out the exploit that was, you know, targeting the previous version and, you know, they'll see if there's any, any holes. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of a a feedback loop. So the, you know, there's a a term that's being used more now that I'm seeing is is purple team, uh, where it's kind of a blend of the two. Uh, And I've I've seen some cases where like, you know, the red team is doing blue team stuff more than, more than that. Uh, They just so happen to get like, they'll get peeled off occasionally and do some, some red team, like offensive stuff. Um, But it's really all defense in the big, big scheme of things. As far as, um, like, uh, entry-level positions, th- this one always kind of confuses me because I'm I'm big into, like, standardization, right? And and so I would love it if everybody just used the same terms for the same things, right? And so, like, you look at company A, B, C, and D, and you know exactly, like, you know, it's the same position scheme, like, you know what you're looking at. So, like, you'll see some cases where, like, some will, you know, one group would, would basically put, uh, you know, more like intermediate to, to upper level roles on an entry level job or requirements, I guess, on an entry level job. And then others that are a bit more appropriate for entry level. But as far as like the, the job titles go, I mean, like cybersecurity analyst is a pretty standard one that I've seen a lot. Uh, some of them will be engineer, some will be like system admin. Uh, it really just varies so much company to company. And what it is that they're looking for and, and really what they want them to do. So, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a difficult difficult uh, thing, to, thing to look at. Well, that was part one
2: of our series with Caleb, and I can't wait for our next episode where we talk all about tips for landing a job in the security field. Now, I wanna ask you all a really quick question, and you can let me know in the comments below. With cybersecurity being such an important part of everyone's day-to-day job, what are you doing now To grow your skills? Let me know below. Well, I hope you all enjoyed today's video and I can't wait to see you all in the next
0: episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Bearded IT Dad. We hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate and leave a review as it helps more people find the show. If you want more of the Bearded IT Dad, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for additional career tips and IT insights. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platforms for updates on new episodes and exclusive content. Until next time, keep learning.